Okay, so hey guys, welcome to the Walls Can Talk podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bowen, and this is a new series produced in-house by Global Street Art. Based in East London, we're a company which has a key mission to live in painted cities. We do loads of things, like help provide artists with walls and materials to do their art. We also work on housing estates, on community projects, as well as being one of the leading painting agencies in the UK. Our office has become a bit of a hub for artists, and we're lucky enough to work with very talented people every day. Our motivation for doing a podcast is to share their stories in a long-form, fairly raw kind of way, so we're going to host informal interviews with wicked artists and see what we can learn and share. This is our first series, so please bear with us, and any feedback to improve the show is much appreciated. Enjoy. Cool. So, yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to this episode of the Walls Can Talk podcast. Today, we have The Real Deal. Hello. And Obit. Hello. And they're from the Gums and Tongue crew. Um, we are the Gums and Tongue crew. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. From what I hear, basically. Um, so, do you guys want to, as an intro... Just go through how you met and how you formed the crew. The crew. Mr. Obit, I mean, <coughs> I guess you can start You can start off with our... Well, how we met. Meeting, right. <coughs> so, so the story goes. Me and uh, Captain Chris was trying to make um, competitive drawing in London a thing. And uh, he was doing an event in Camden I think it was at Proud yeah. Proud yeah and we was having a look around and we found like a load of artists who we thought would be good at doing live art um, we'd done a couple of battles before we were none of us were very good at drawing then from being on that <laughs> you look we back yeah we were all a bit shit but um, me and Chris done it before so we was acting like we were professionals <laughs> so we went and asked and um, we had a few guys there, so we had... Um, Hatch was there, yeah. Yeah, Dave Hatch, now famous Dave Hatch, was there. Um, Tommy Human, who's um, an old chum of mine. and um, <laughs> He's also clinically insane. Yeah, he's fucking... He's a genius, just no one knows it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Dill, we asked Dill to come along, and there was, I think there was five people. I can't remember, the others probably stopped drawing and got normal jobs yeah. before, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, Dill ended up winning the event because his girlfriend cheated on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I think that whole judging system was flawed, the fact that like there was only five votes. So uh, Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Dill won, so by uh, that's how, how we met. But it he was also the most fun, but it was in it was in Proud at Camden. Yeah. Um I don't know if that venue's still there, is it? I still going. Still yeah, going, yeah. is it? But it was a, it was a funny old venue. I remember we'd me and uh, Chris definitely had done other uh, events there and it was fucking horrible. I remember walking in there on a Friday night we were meant to be drawing and the, like we stepped in and there's just like people off their faces fucking almost having sex in the doorway. It was, oh, it was rank. Um, Classy establishment. I remember, I, yeah, really. Well, it's, I, quite, I it's, just, it's quite like it's tourist trap zone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. attracts that. And they're doing that sort of hedonistic vibe. And I remember... Yeah. I was being uh, we was there the first one we done was with a guy called Toppy. Don't know if uh, anyone's well, ever MK. heard of Tops. MK Tops. MK Tops, shout out to MK yeah, Tops. Shout out to MK Tops. And he was there, so it was me, that's Chris and, and Top Drawing. And um, 
he was <laughs> smoking inside. And the bouncer's going up to him and being like, oh, mate, you obviously can't, can't smoke in there. He's like, smoking, yeah. smoking, smoking in there. So he's not smoking here. And his answer to it was just, um, oh, I'm one of the artists. And they ended up just having like that same argument <laughs> for about 10 Every minutes. Every couple. Just, um, yeah, one of the artists. But yeah, anyway, that's how I met Dill. That's Dil. how we met, yeah. And I think oh. around that time, I'd recently met Captain Chris uh, before that from doing some like live art event thing. And um, I think you, how long have you known Chris? Uh, a little while, so I went to, I was meant to be uh, battling an Umbro event against Chris, but I uh, forgot to sign up to the, uh, you had to do a bit of paperwork, I'm sure, all that, so I just didn't bother doing that. Lazy over it. Yeah, yeah, always lazy. Um, so I had to, I went and I wasn't on the guest list, so I had to pretend that I worked for Umbro or something, I can't remember, I bullshitted him. We went down there and it was a little, um, little event. Uh, and Lethal Bizzle was performing, <laughs> and, and Chris was drawing against one of my friends called uh, Eva Moss. Shout out to Eva Moss. Shout out to Eva Moss. Uh, and um, she was like super, super tiny. She's like five foot two, and he's about fucking seven foot six. And um, here's a little fact so Chris always thinks it's Lethal Bizzle who um, stole his umbro jacket. It wasn't, it was me. I swapped his Umbro jacket XL <laughs> for a small one to try and keep my friend Eva at the edge. This is edge. So exclusive. This is, it, this is exclusive. Chris doesn't so even yeah, know you. Yeah. Did you know I, that? I, 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 <laughs> I don't, no, no, Captain Chris, he's talking oh, about Oh, right. So, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so if you, um, I don't know if I already pitched that event, but you'll see him, he's wearing a long sleeve that comes around his fucking elbows. Right? But, um, yeah, that's how I met Chris. But that's also that's how I met Dill. And, um, <clears throat> Yeah, then we started painting together, I suppose, would you say? Yeah, so I think, yeah, from that, um, we did the thing at Proud. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, we just chatting, maybe trying to go out painting. Um, I mean, how long was it from that until that trip where we, we come up with a name and, and all that jazz? Well, I don't know. We, we came chummy quite soon because we're both from Hertfordshire. Actually, yeah, Hearts Pride. Yeah. <laughs> Hearts Pride Parade. Um... Yeah, we so we were a bit closer and we sort of understood how each other talked a bit better, I think. Uh, and um, yeah, so we decided to go out painting quite locally. Yeah. Well, I think the, the name came first um, and I think the crew <coughs> came second. So Gums and Tongue initially started um, as a zine. It was a, a chance for me and Bao just to hang out and <laughs> do some uh, drawing together. That <laughs> um, just to hang out and do some, make some art together, and and you know, um, just do some funny, weird, fucking art shit, and put it in a little zine. Um, I don't think we were particularly connected to sort of zine culture, but it was just it was the self publication aspect. Uh, I think that, that sort of drove us towards doing that. Well, I think I'd, I'd definitely made a few zines before. That oh, well, you show me a lot. I remember coming around, yeah, yeah, and you got out your collection, and that was so. So, I'm, I'm quite um, into zines, really. Do you want to explain just quickly if someone doesn't know what zine? So, yeah, is? it's like a, a self published, like DIY magazine, but it's usually um, very niche. You don't wouldn't normally have articles, you can sometimes have articles in there, but sometimes just pictures. Um, it comes from fanzines, fanzines so, yeah. uh, and it comes from the word magazine. Magazine, <laughs> yeah. 
Everyone heard of that? People Magazine. Call, people call them Zines, don't they? Or Zines. Like, yeah, I love that and I never correct oh, it. Oh, God. But, um, Who calls them Zines? Just people have only read it. Never heard it. Read the word. Read <laughs> yeah, the culture yeah. on, on Reddit. On Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> on I Reddit. I read it on Reddit and I like Zines. <laughs> so, yeah, Dill came around my house. I probably made him dinner. And um, I let him have a look through my zine collection. So I've made a few myself before about uh, all sorts. Uh, also, I used to um, be part of an international one called, uh, oh, fuck me, what's it called? Uh, Embalm Zine. So it was all like people who made stickers or done graffiti and stuff. It was all over the world and it was not very connected. So, yeah, I wanted to do something a bit different. And Dill was really, really... Um, into the the idea as well. We sort of came up, definitely came up with the idea together to do it, um, but we didn't have a name. Didn't yeah. really know what we were going to do. Yeah. Just thought we'd just. Well, we do it. we were talking about uh, the name, and then it came to us that there could only be one name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the genesis. Are you going to go? Do you want to go into the genesis of, of the name? Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, there's uh, a guy called. Um, the Lost Cause. He's now known as Winston the Whale, the tattooist. So that's Winston the Whale. Yeah. Uh, uh, can we say his name? Dave. 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 Anyway, yeah. So Dave, when he was Winston the Whale, and he used to paint graffiti and street art, and and was all about that life. Um, he's from Portland in America, and when he came to London for the first time, he came to um, stay with me. So and he lived with me for like six weeks or whatever. And we were both really into a website called, uh, at the time, you know, I'm over it now, it's fine, a, um, a website called efucked.com. And there was one uh, particular video we really liked. And it was, uh, it, was quite, it was quite a weird thing. Like, it was, uh, it's all like comedy, pornographic videos. Well, I think, I think we can sort of, um, I'll go into specifics <laughs> of, the, of the content of the video. But basically, we were uh, on our way to go paint this uh, abandoned mental hospital in Hertfordshire. And uh, Obit's like, oh, yeah, Chris, look, I've got this video, man. It's fucking jokes. And, and so I showed me this fairly horrific um, uh, video material. Uh, and at one point towards the end, um, the gentleman in the, <laughs> in the video... Uh, says says the phrase, all I want to see is gums and tongue. Gums and tongue. Gums and tongue. And it came at a, a bit of a sort of, you know, like those little jokes you have with your friends, just a phrase that you repeat or whatever. Um, and yeah. that's that's where the name come from. It came from that video. Well, we, we painted a gums and tongue piece that day, Oh, we right? did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in, the, in the bathroom, in the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had the name before the crew was formed. Well, we so, so we had the name um, because we wanted we were making this scene together, um, and we needed and a name I, for it. I think we didn't want it to be just our normal work, did we? We didn't no, want it to be weird, like that. It was all about being yeah, 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 yeah. wasn't it? Originally, um, so we did we did the first one uh, back in twenty fourteen, issue one, and that was strictly me and Obit's work. Um, and we did a very a small run. I can't remember what the run was. It was I mean, about thirty or something. Yeah, these so these zines, everything that we make is completely self-published. So we print it, we staple it, we do we do a lot. Um, but that that went really well. That sold out in like twenty four hours. A day, yeah, yeah. Right, and we were just like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> like, nice we had never that. done anything like that before. Um, so that was yeah, that was really good. That was the start of where Gums and Tongue came from. Um, 
seeing it was, it was everything, wasn't it? It weren't just like us drawing and painting. No, it was, it was collages. It was collages. It was. So um, what, was there a theme to the first uh, issue? No theme. No. So yeah. So we have brought themes in on later issues. On issue uh, eight now. Just about to bring up issue eight. But yeah, the first one wasn't a theme. I mean, do you want to? Do you want to tell a story about um, page number one? Oh. Well, I think it's better. Uh, right. I'll start it right. So basically, <laughs> it goes to me. I think we're in different. What well, I think it works quite well when comes to time is we're quite different, but have a similar outlook. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like, I agree, we, yeah. we definitely come at stuff from different angles. And <laughs> our first page was always going to be uh, Bob Ross, right? So Obviously, it's be Bob, Shout Ross. Out to Bob Ross. Yeah, R.I.P. Probably. Yeah, I, I think know. I think Bob Ross is dead. Yeah, really? We'd know if he was alive. Oh, right? this, this podcast I is, think is in memory of Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he died in like the mid-90s. All right, yeah. Like that. Probably a good time to go. Anyway, yeah, so the first page, though. Was yeah, it was yeah. going to be Bob Ross, and then on his canvas was going to be well, something, I, well, something funny. I had the idea. It? I was like, oh, right, so Bob Ross is really sweet and innocent, and the whole vibe becomes something sort of like, you know, anti-that. It's, it's, it's quite uh, bawdy. It's quite irreverent and sort of, you know, filth um, so i had the idea of having a picture of uh, bob ross standing in front of the canvas painting and then we put some sort of like you know filthy, funny funny picture funny yeah. whatever gross picture something that obviously the complete uh, opposite of what what he would paint so i was like oh bit right oh, i've got this idea you know we're gonna do the first page on this canvas it's gonna be bob ross like send me some like filth photos because i knew he had a bit of a <laughs> thing for um so uh, unusual, unusual uh, images and imagery. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I shout out to GCHQ. <laughs> Thanks for not dragging me in yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so basically, I, I asked him to send me. I explained the concept. I said send me over an image. Uh, I then uh, got received three emails on my Gmail, and I uh, I opened the first one and I started looking through and there was some pretty fucking. Not shit on there, <laughs> and then I opened the second one, and I was like, "Wow, this has just gone too far already." <laughs> and I deleted the third email without even opening. Well, in fact, I deleted all three. <laughs> but I did extract one photo from there, um, and I think we should probably leave that a mystery. What the what the photo? What the yeah, I guess is. if you can find a copy of issue one, right? Yeah, then... or just just message us, and we'll. we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Shouts out to. Direct messages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah. yeah, the first scene was wicked, and then we done. Um, I think it really like emboldened us to like be able to do things that are not just our own work. Like, yeah. Because I think definitely sort of street art, graffiti, and illustration, you get quite stuck almost in your own brand of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you end up making work that's just for. Well, you come up. You know, art, if yeah. you look at a lot of. Uh, popular like street art or urban art or whatever it's, it's it's often the the public find it easy if you've got a gimmick you know something simple and recognizable and and you can just repeat that and it's get repetition, yeah. repetition and get super famous with it quite easily um whereas i think we were I, I we've that, seen that happen you know because we've come into this second wave you know i mean the whole the whole scene of that is not even that old really is it hmm. you know you, you look at people like david chim yeah um, he's, he's uh, collaborated with us and love them. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, and one of the greatest uh, British artists of all time, I would say. Yeah. So that they, this was, I mean, what age, what year was that when they were doing the Lost and Found shows and stuff like this? It's sort of 
90s or no nah, it's early 2000s early 2000s it? right so i mean this is like the first wave and then we've come in after that so i think we were like well Chimp was a big inspiration for, for well, Chimp, me to make Chimp never, anyway. I'll tell you what, I mean, he, he's not an example of, of what I was talking about because Chimp never did that. I mean, he's just yeah, he's done, constantly he's, doing new shit, changing the mind. And doing stuff he wants to do, like, yeah. and, and, you know, still publishing zines, still swapping zines, the perfect attitude, but, you know, he's, weirdly, he's the one who hasn't paid off for um, yeah. as, yeah, as much no, as he's, others. He's, because, I mean, he was... Uh, at the time doing shows with like T-Face and Flying Fortress Flying Fortress and those guys yeah um, but yeah he didn't didn't get the same recognition I suppose yeah most people because it, I, I don't know if it's because he didn't repeat himself as much but yeah. who knows anyway so uh, where were we let's well I was I was just going to say um, so where where are you at with zines now like where are you so you're on issue number eight so we're on issue is this a theme one yeah right okay so yeah. so i think every issue after number one became theme one the, the first one was just me and obit doing our own thing and having a chance to have some fun that went really well and then from there on we sort of started setting themes and getting other artists involved issue two was probably bit more close to home we you know friends and stuff like that getting our friends involved i don't know if yeah. any internationals in issue two I don't know. One or two. It was pretty shit anyway. It was pretty it? shit. Yeah, I, the worst I, one. I had an idea to do a sport issue because we're not neither of us are into sport. <laughs> so I was like, well, let's just let's just do a sport issue and try and make some fun out of it. But um, wasn't our favourite at the end, was it? There was some funny things. The Roger Federer dot to dot, right, or yeah, spot yeah. to spot, was a that was a strong page. Yeah, that was quite good. But yeah, so we do we do do themes every time now, and yeah. I think with each theme, I think we've like some have been like quite ridiculously niche. Which I think works really well. We tried doing stuff that um, would would never get done. Well, I think right? we can probably let's let's talk about a couple of selects. Yeah. Well, what's, what's been your like? What do you look back on zine wise, and then you're just like really proud of it for being just a weird thing, you know? That's Dill's mum. Are you enjoying your lunch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. There's been. Uh, do you want to just say that again? Question. Uh, well, yeah. So, look, so when you look back, what zine just like are you most proud of? Or, like, what fills you with like a weird pride? It doesn't even have to be like the best one. Well, I think I think like we've always tried to do something different and special with the zines and the covers. I think the barbecue one, like we de five. definitely like pushed um, like possibilities of zine making. With that, yeah. So I that think. one, the barbecue issue, um, we hand blow torched covers yeah, yeah. in my shed and I nearly died from some cheap, <laughs> cheap Chinese blow torch that kept exploding gas. Uh, and then um Obit found Yeah, some... so I, I went into yeah. massive like um I love falling down like uh, rabbit holes of places and just seeing what's uh, what you can actually do. So this one I I, I cut sort of the ideas let's uh I think I was working on some job that's talking about multi-sensory, so I was like, right, I'm going to make a multi-sensory zine. Um, I want to make the zine flavoured. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I went into like massive detail on finding a, a company who can just produce pure flavour and we could 
somehow infuse it into the, the scenes. <laughs> oh, you were you were proper drawing them, reading them in, with you were like, we're going to infuse it into the inks and stuff. They loved like it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were so keen, and it's like some some company were like, wow, like they thought they'd they're pushing through to new heights. So they were, I suppose, so different. But so we made like the as far as I know the world's first uh, smoky bacon flavored zine. Oh my god! I mean, it smells like frazzles proper. Yeah, it is just so we put. How, how do you go about make it? Do you spray it on the? Well, you go so through. We couldn't, we couldn't possibly give away our secrets. I'll tell you what you do. You go through loads of fucking effort, like contacting chemical companies into somehow um, getting hold of bacon flavoring, and then you figure out how to infuse it into paper. But basically, these things was, was it a success? Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, the, the, these these zines, we put them in um, like cellophane wraps, and I've got one or two that have sort of stayed in the wraps. And you open it, and it smells like you're opening a bag of bacon Rattles. crisps. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it still works. Uh, the, the biggest mistake we made on that, I think, we did the launch party like underground, so it was like in a basement, yeah, wasn't it? And uh, we did it in winter as well. Which yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which is, I mean, I think the the idea with the barbecue zine was that we were going to do a zine in one day. So we're like, right, I'm going to get like all oh, our yeah, mates yeah, together, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to Hampton Heath and we're going to, we're going to like just smash out of artwork, you know, rough and ready. Like having a barbecue. Uh, having a barbecue and that's the scene. Uh, that, so that happened in the summer. Um, and, and then loads of people came. Way loads more than of people turned up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just got really fucked up and didn't make any just like, <laughs> it was, it was, It was funny, but it was like, we didn't really bring any food and none of us had any money at the time. And me and... Me and him about had to go to Marks and Spencer's and just like rob all the stuff. But well, here's a little yeah. Tell him about the technique for the uh, for this Magnum champagne bottles. Oh, well, put through his onions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so put through uh, yeah Magnum champagnes as onions because uh, the bottles. It, it is a genuine shoplifting tip, right? I don't know if that works still, but I mean, surely they've wiped up for some of these. No, no. The, the shoplifting tip is that the uh, the little you know the bottle things that go on the top of bottles they don't fit on the Magnums. So they'll sometimes have one on the top one, a spider wrap or whatever, but the ones behind, they don't put anything on. So, yeah, I think you've got like three, four champagne magnums. I probably got about 150 quid of meat, like, and just did this, and, and obviously a tub of butter, and then uh, strolled out. So you had the <laughs> clandestine barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think but that, we, so we that didn't work out, did it? We, point, we didn't do we? any work. Um, <laughs> and then, and then uh, we we sort of went back to revert to our usual process of just just contacting people and and uh, getting artwork that way. And in the end, we ended up launching the barbecue zine in December, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the winter. Um, but it I think fucking stunk, didn't it? Like uh, the launch night, like I was uh, I was getting a bit ill with it because like, so just such bacon smell in the air. That was good. I think another another um, strong theme. There's a couple we can talk about. I think we'll go we'll go from from barbecue to the next one, which was issue six, which was the blobfish issue. Yeah, yeah. So I say that's quite a well loved one. That was. I, I mean, think. yeah. That I I I just I got really into blobfish, and I was like, oh, bit you know, we do for magazine blobfish, blobfish. Yeah, um, I prefer them ones, the ones where it's more. It's just weird, isn't it? And and they're like amazing. Amazing things, aren't they? They're just like. Wait, what? What is a blobfish? What is a? Uh, okay, so we're gonna have a reaction now. Well, well, Matt, um, I'm, I'm googling live podcast. I think like everyone that. should should Google uh, blobfish as well if they've not heard them. Yeah, because you don't have the advantage of being able to see the physical zine. So if you're Dil's, confused by any, so Dill's just, um, just give it a Google. Dill's just getting a uh, a real life blobfish out of his bag. 
Yeah, I carry one at all times. He's going to uh, slap it on the table. In case of emergencies or or, uh, first issue. I imagine you've probably seen these before, to be honest, and you're going to go, oh, that thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you describe that, Matt? It's definitely... I think gelatinous. Gelatinous. Blobby. Good word. Blobfish, basically. Blobfish, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a fun zoom, man. That was like, I mean, you were talking about some sort of more specific and more general themes that we've done. That was obviously a very specific one, but we've got a lot of different shit. Wait, that. So how, how do you incorporate blogfish into a zine? Was this like a well, so 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 the zine, the way the zines work is that um, we will, you know, either put out a call for submissions or contact artists. Not um, normally both. Normally yeah. both, but generally yeah. a lot of it's from, from contact. We don't get a huge lot in from the call film submissions. But um, we, we'll say, look, we're doing this new scene. This is the theme. Do what you like. You know, so so it's, it's, it, we're as loose as possible. We're saying, you know, it's like A5, black and white, and do whatever. Yeah. Well, along the lines, that's the theme. Yeah, Lots it's quite right. colloquial, isn't it? And yeah, like, yeah. Interpret it how you like. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. So we went to people, like, literally, it was world over, wasn't it? A few, like, American guys, people from... All over. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, yeah, there was lots of different uh, countries and nationalities involved in that. I'm just trying to think what some sort of stories from that were. You interviewed the Sea Life Centre guy, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. So, yeah, I wanted to, um, yeah, I wanted to uh, interview someone who genuinely knew about Blobfish. So, I, I had a look around. Luckily, someone from, um, what was it? It's like a marine biologist. Something pseudo. No, no he's legit. <laughs> I saw some. I saw some of his pictures. He was out catching opt- octopuses or something. Octopi. <laughs> <laughs> Show, shows how much I read it. But um, yeah, I was, I was chatting to him and he was going like proper scientific, fucking out in detail about like, blobfish. So it was, yeah, so that was quite good. I still follow him on on the fucking Instagram. Still follow him down the shops. No, I just get his selfies pop up like. <laughs> yeah, he's quite. Uh, yeah, he's a good was, did, he, did he understand what it was for, for the zine? Um, I, I kept it quite vague. So I was just, like, so I was like, I'm interviewing you for a magazine. Yeah. And then... Um, Not a fetish magazine. So we set... <laughs> <laughs> so we set up a... Uh, I was doing an interview, I think it was on Skype or something, but, um, you know, he, after the first two or three questions, I think he realised this, you know. So interviews have been a long-running theme cool. in our zines. Um the first interview we done was that was that in issue one we did that interview with Ben. Yeah, it might have been. Shout us out to Ben Murphy. Yeah, super banal. Super. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, V-Nex, V-Nex all the way. Nice fucking shirts, my god. But um, yeah, so I I really love doing interviews. It's one of my favourite parts of of the zine because um, I secretly like, really love writing and really love like talking. Believe it or not, because I'm, you know, from now. But uh, it's a good thing you've come on a podcast. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm trying to hold it back a bit, but I like, yeah, I like chatting to people and being, seeing what they're about, and and then obviously posing really weird questions and and just see mm. see what they're up to. But um, but yeah, I think they normally are quite into it. I don't, I haven't had one that's got too funny. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, so, I guess it's that thing you said earlier of just going down the rabbit hole and like, yeah, yeah, making exactly a right. blobfish, you're gonna end up interviewing. Oh, well, that's just... yeah, I mean, so we was we were sort of berating the sports issue, but there was one of my favorite um pieces in all of visiting actually in that sports issue, and uh, one of the reasons why 
I love how he fits. It was the betting one. Do you want to you want to speak about the the bet that we? Oh that fucking we hell! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh right. So I, I don't know much about um, football, really. I go every now and then. Um, but I don't, I don't follow it. I don't know what's going on. So I was like, right, I'm going to fall into like the gambling culture of it. So I was like, right, I'm just going to go into a betting shop. And I asked one of my mates who was working for the Premier League at the time. I was like, who's, who's the biggest cunt in football? And he goes, easy, John Terry. So I was like, all right, okay. Um, didn't know blokes. So I was like, right. <laughs> I didn't know the etiquette of betting shops. So I went in there. It's like all sad looking blokes. But I was like, cool. I was like, right, I'm just going to try and just put it on. You're about anything happening I put a, a bet on that uh, John Terry to, John get Terry raped, to get raped by a fox by a rogue fox by a rogue fox <laughs> at half time uh, before half time and I put it in and I didn't know you had to like put the oh so you didn't, I didn't know you had to put the odds on or whatever so I, I gave them the ticket and the girl was like gave me a look but she was sort of jokes and she was like oh do you know the odds on that and I was like um and then yeah, you two tell me. Twenty to one. And I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll take. You know, I'll take anything. And um, she was like, No, no, no. Uh, I'll ask the manager. <laughs> so I was like, Oh no, like I'm in too deep, like already. And she called the manager over, and she, he was like, No, no, we're not, uh, we're not doing that. And she was like, No. You know what we have to do? We have to ring up. Like she, he'd obviously pissed her off. Yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck's sake. So he had to ring up. I can't remember what company it was, one of these scummy companies. So rang him up and then he was like, uh, can I get odds on John Terry getting uh, attacked? And she was like, no, that's not what the bet is. So he ended up offering me what? 500 to 1 or whatever. Yeah, the, is... the boys pipe up in the back, like, what you at? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. the old, like, fucking roll up, horrible blokes. They're like, you heard something, you heard something. And I was like, oh. So, well, well I, like... one, of the, one of the pages basically in the scene is um, the betting slip. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you did a Photoshop on the next page yeah, of yeah, the I'm act, didn't you? Getting in bum and, by and box. It, we, we've left the get the images for. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, that's quite good. It's worth it just for that, really. Oh, right. So yeah. I feel I feel like um, even though people physically can't see the scenes, yeah, they probably have a flavour of you got a what, what you guys are about. I mean, there's really. wicked drawing as well. Like yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not just absolute <laughs> bollocks cover to cover. Like yeah. there's it's really good drawing as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but so what's what's the current issue? Is what's the theme of uh, under the influence? So we're working on that. I think I started that. Uh, well, we started it um, probably like <coughs> eight months ago, ago yeah, nine yeah. months ago, and I started asking people for pieces. And then, so it's quite asked. it's quite an interesting one because this is where like me and Dill have quite a lot of disparity. <laughs> you can see no work. Well, <laughs> well, when it comes down to the influence, so I'm proper straight edge, like no drink, no drugs, no smoking, medicine, whatever. Dill's probably a little bit looser than me on. <laughs> Fuck, I'm high right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite nice like, seeing it from a um, couple of different angles. We, yeah. But I, can I tell them what I want to do for the cover and you are wary about? What was it? Right, I'll, I'll say it and if you got bleep out. I want to <laughs> infuse a microdot on the cover. 
So basically, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, little GNT tabs, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think you need to lick the front of the zine, give and then, it a bit of time, and then, and then try and read it, and then go on a journey. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I am all for sending class A drugs through the mail. Obviously, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> listeners, you just have to wait and see and buy an issue. That's a lick an issue. <laughs> lick an issue. Just, just see what happens, man. Yeah. We, disclaimer: They're not actually going to do this. Yeah, it's all a joke. Yeah, We're yeah. just joking, guys. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. <laughs> drugs aren't cool. So that's, but, um, yeah, that's the, um, I mean, I don't know when, when this is going out. It might already be out. So gumsandtongue.com, check that out. Yeah, yeah. You might be able to get yourself some. Or if that ain't come out, submit a piece. Yeah. So uh, either way. Win-win. Just send them some abuse online till it comes out. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. I love, um, the, I love the hate mail, so yeah, definitely do that. Cool. Well, I think, I think we've covered zines pretty well, to be fair. Yeah, man. Um, I want to talk about festivals with you guys because you were oh, was before I... we started recording you, you were alluding to some uh, crazy festivals you went yeah, to so let me sort of just before we get to that we spoke about Gums and Tongue your initial question was where did the crew come from and we replied before I started as a zine and we've given you a story of, of some, some, some of the zines we've done and how that's come about um, during that time we, you know, started uh, painting together, um, doing other things, but they become like a, a, a sort of core crew of us um, that were just hanging about, painting together, sim similar minds and stuff like that. And that became, come to time, became a crew. So it wasn't, it wasn't actually meant to be like a crew in the beginning, but it just developed organically over time. Uh, do you want to do a roll call, core crew roll call? No, go ahead. So we've got like, yeah, so core crew, me and you. <laughs> and uh, hold on, let me let me check the WhatsApp group. So it's me, you, uh, Darko, Darko, Oust, yeah, Captain Chris and Tony Boy, yeah. Is that it? Six, six, yeah, yeah six in the core group. But also um, there's extended family. Extended family. Well. So you have the GNT family. I think uh, Saki so and bitches is. Extended? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the extended family, for me, the idea of the extended family is just like anyone that's just done all the shit that we do. And I, I think it's anyone who's submitted a piece. Anyone that's submitted a piece, yeah. And so it's nice, like, it's almost... Anyone come to Sketch Club? Yeah, anyone come to Sketch Club, definitely. You're in the family, boys and ladies. Yeah, and it's like building our own subculture, you know? G yeah. G&T fam. G&T fam and lamb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right, so that's it. That's crew. <laughs> yeah. So festivals. So over the years we've been to, I mean, not a huge amount, we've been to a few, but we always have a fucking good time when we go. So the first festival we went to um, was Paint a Beer oh, in Amsterdam. Um, and that's where you first met Aus, right? Don't know, yeah, maybe. That's what you said on, on the other podcast. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. He's not lying. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that no, was, he's not very memorable. No, yeah. I mean, we were talking about, do you want... <laughs> trying to talk about the refugee camp and <laughs> oh, fuck me right well may maybe just explain what the festival was uh, you went to so you went paint and beer mm. where was it in, in paint and beer so, so I got a message from um, uh, Snub um, he sorts it out doesn't he yeah Snub from, from Brighton um, and he he sorted out sort of arts and stuff there he said oh you guys like you want to come paint this festival in Amsterdam and we're like yeah we're right before <laughs> we start we ain't slagging it off 
right? No, it no, was no. a nice festival. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good time. We were just a bit sort of... Um, and, and, you know, Snub's a nice guy and all. Snub's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we were like, yeah, 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 man. Like, 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 let's do it. Um, so we all went over. I remember specifically asking, I was, like, do, I was like, do we need to get like accommodation, anything? Yeah. Like, do we need to do anything? Like, <laughs> nah, you're all covered. Like, we got your food, got your place to stay. Like... It's yeah. all it's all calm. It's fine. Like it's just come on over and do your thing. So so we all went over to Amsterdam uh, on Jolly. And we had them t-shirts made up to each other. Fucking like, yeah, yeah. Stag do t-shirt. Right, fucking wankers like off the plane. Oh wait, with uh, oh what's her name? With uh, Daniela Westbrook. Daniela Westbrook. Why? Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. We went over, we went over to the festival. Uh, and it was in what is it called ADM? So it's yeah, just ADM, out, yeah, yeah. It's just outside of Amsterdam, and it used to be like, it's like a, a hyper squat, isn't it? It's like a squat. A hyper village. squat, yeah. It's like a squat city. So it's twenty minutes outside, twenty minutes drive outside uh, Amsterdam, like centre, and it's basically where um, the a big electric company had like a dock and loads of um, warehouses and stuff like that. And then, you know, fifteen twenty years ago, was Sort of started being lived in, didn't it? Went out of business, yeah, and then a load of like hippies, crusties moved in. Mm. Um, so it was like it was it was quite a place, oh, isn't it? Hell. Do you remember getting picked up from the station? I do, and we are right. we're a bit, you know, we're on holiday. It's like six lads coming over from London. We're a bit rowdy, right? We're in Amsterdam, you know, like, and then they're all quite sort of spiritual. Maybe, I think that's probably that the best. I think that's probably the kindest word for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they so we got picked up from this station, and we were like, <laughs> they first had to wait for us because we a few of us are off painting this underpass. Oh, <laughs> it's like we've got to get picked up in a fucking transit van with like zodiac symbols on the side or some shit. Yeah, like uh, some girl in a caftan come out, and she was like, "Right, what you need to do to go in? Like, we'll jump in the van, uh, go around, right past here, past there." Got to go through the gypsy camp. When you get to the gypsy camp, then you get to the gates. There's a bloke at the gates. He'll come and have a look at you. If he don't like the look of you, you can't come in. I don't remember I, that. Do you, do you not remember going through no. the gypsy camp? No, I don't remember. He was saying, already pissed. So that, that I don't girl, remember anyone saying that. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. You. She was waiting for you, fucking painting. Yeah, exactly. So I was stuck in the front with this hippie girl <laughs> who was like. Giving me horror stories about gypsy camp blokes. Gonna if, like, I, if I don't like the look of you. And then I turn up in the bag going, hey, what we painted? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got there and then it was like Mad Max, wasn't it? Like the front. Oh, yeah, because they all did these metal sculptures and shit. It's like, a lot of them well, welders, isn't yeah, they? Yeah, so it's like, like it's like mad fucking Mad Max gate at the front. And then, you know, it was true. It's like, gave some massive beard, like, come out and you know, have a look at you. You've got a dog on the chain and was like, oh, God. And, um, we got in there, and it was it was like it, Darko it described it as um, oh, what do you call it? Hippie Alcatraz. Hippie Alcatraz. Yeah, you want to be surrounded by water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so we got we got led to our our accommodation, and it was like in this big sort of derelict building, and it was about like, like massive derelict. But we don't it was, like a derelict it was, house. It was in like, yeah, it was in like a big like a ten hall. story building. Like, you imagine you're sort of like. Um, like wooden floor assembly hall from school it was like a big one like that and then there was about 
80 mattresses just laid out on the oh, floor. Oh, jeez, what the fucking... What did, you, what did you think when you got there? It was well, fucking they were, they were, hilarious. They were all like, oh, it's all right, it's all right. And I was like, mate, I'm, I'm, it's like a fucking hurricane shelter. <laughs> That's exactly so what it looked like, hurricane shelter. Oh, and it was like, I'll oh, pick your bed. I was like, pick my bed. So I got one. And I looked, I... I went for strategy, right? Because I was like, I'm going to pick the mattress with the Garfield covers. Because I thought there's less likely that hippies have had sex on Garfield. I, I don't know. I feel like that's optimism. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. But I think Alice told me you guys arrived pretty late by that point, right? So yeah, it was, was like finding your beds in the dark. Oh, mate, we were starving. We got absolutely starving as well. Yeah. I had that woman like proper mothering me. Do you remember? She's like, oh, I'll make you some food. I'll make you some food. And I was like, well, yes, I'm starving. And then she like went and got me some... So like, oh, we found these yogurts in the bin earlier. I was like, fucking, I just want some food. But yeah, we got there quite late. Yeah. And it was a, it was a weird old place. But it was fun. We had fun. It was, it was, it was jokes. Uh, we, we painted. They, they weren't... They didn't really... The Hippie King didn't like us, did he? Nah. He was nah, sort there was of not sure King about there, wasn't there. Yeah, the Hippie King. The Hippie King. Yeah, he, was yeah. Quite, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was sort of in charge of things, I gather. Yeah. Um, and he, he... I think he was a bit... <laughs> Local t- warlord. Yeah, he was a bit intimidated. I don't know if intimidated is the right word, but he... He, he didn't like the vibe, did he? He didn't like our vibe, no. They, they wanted some rainbows and... We wanted... Let's all do it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, we, we painted. It was great. It was lovely to see Snub. Uh, made some new friends. Jack was there as well, wasn't it? We met met Jack there and stuff. Like, yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Um, but yeah, left yeah. on good terms. Left on good terms. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's about. It. <laughs> yeah. So I by the end of it, I was. By the way, we've we've not been invited back, nor have they, <laughs> nor have they done another festival since. <laughs> right. So I was a bit. I've lived in squats before. Like I think I've I've grown out a bit. A bit. So I'd. Um, I got there and like I said, I don't know the drugs. I was surrounded by drugs for days and they brewed their own beer as well, didn't they? That's I think. Fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to have a shower. I was, I'd convinced myself, like, I'm not a very paranoid person, but I'd convinced myself that I'd caught fleas off this bed. I was like, I've definitely got fleas. Like, I was just itching and like, I was like, I've got fleas, I need to go. And then, um, so on the way out, I was, and was like, everyone can uh, tag the world. So I just um, wrote on the wall, get a job and pay your taxi. <laughs> 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 fucking massive letters. So, <laughs> uh, so how did, did they were you guys out there before like, no we was, that was on the way out so yeah, that's just like, yeah, but, yeah 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 so i went over yeah nice. so was that that was the first guns and tongue festival first festival that we've done yeah ever. what's been the the best one like because you guys had a pretty fancy place in upfest was it oh, from man. rags to riches right yeah, yeah that was so g'd up <laughs> like, oh, mate. that was that was rags to riches a bit um, that was the only place uh that would accept a group of us with, without Just so much money yeah and, like well i'll tell you how many we have staying there we picked up people on the way didn't we and there was about like 12 10 or 12 of us in there. It was, it was 11 that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. all it. Do you want to say uh, just what the, the festival was? Upfest. So that was Upfest. That's not on this year. Upfest is a. Uh, uh, what do they. I mean, how do they define it? <laughs> is it Urban Paint Fest? It's something. It's urban. Some, yeah, probably, something urban's like probably that, in there. Yeah. yeah. Urban Art. Urban Street. Yeah, something. Oh, it's in it's in Bristol. It's, in it's, Bristol. it's pretty good actually. Shout out to Bristol, man. <laughs> Shout out to everyone. Shout out to everyone. Shouts to Oxygen, help me breathe. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we um, yeah, so they do have like painting all over the place there, and people go and do this. I th- I'd say 
they go for quantity. They get quite a lot of people in, don't they? And um, <laughs> but but yeah, so we, we booked this place. Oh, I remember it so distinctly. So I've I've been on video phones from my girlfriend going into the the building, and I was like, oh, you're right, you're right. And went in, all these lads being fucking well rowdy after I've driven there. And then they're like, oh, being mental. And uh, people just racing around. Oh, I was like, fucking hell, this place is a bit nice. And I went in and it was like all original art on the walls, like antique furniture. Yeah. It was like three, four stories in there, wasn't it? It was plush. I'd been in there five minutes, fucking two or three people were on the roof. Someone had the someone had their sock over the smoke alarm. It was like smoking a joint. Someone racked up a line on some fucking Chinese antique table, and I was like, "I said, I've, I've got to go. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here." It's all right. it, was, it, was, it was all in captain's name anyway. So, yeah, right. <laughs> um, being the mother to the group or trying to, um, trying see, to stop them wrecking the. I don't. I don't care. No, I think. I yeah. think if anything, um, over instigates. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much the. Um, the, uh, yeah, the... I'd say that's my my prime focus. Even above painting is mischief. Yeah, for sure it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah. think that's the because you don't really part. fucking paint much. <laughs> yeah, I don't shit about painting. <laughs> <laughs> two pieces a year, I need to or not. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But... So pa- painting and mischief is like the key. Absolutely, man. Key that is that is core values. Yeah, <laughs> I would say one and two. Yeah. It's the guns and tongue brand. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not our ethos, is it? That's uh, STB. Yeah, yeah. As you all know, as everyone knows, it's STB. Are you happy to divulge STB or do people need to discover that themselves? Well, I, th- I think we should actually. So yeah. this, this came from a, a conversation with me and you. So yeah. I, th- I think what, almost like professional life, I'd say, your background's more design, whereas yeah. mine is, is probably, my background in zines is more like really DIY, like punk. And just, just doing the drawing. Yeah. Um, so mine's like really bad, and then you're quite can be quite fastidious about well, design, I, I which was, works really well together. Yeah, it does because okay. I've done print design for like years and years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, you was asking so I could get a bit funny, like oh, it's all right, it's all right. So I just said, oh, don't worry, mate. STB, shit of the bell. <laughs> <laughs> and that. Has been our motto <laughs> ever since, and and you know what? It's done us well. Yeah, it's, it's done us really well. Live by shit to the better. Yeah, let me just tell you this, just 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 to, to get more of the uh, dynamic. It's <laughs> a little story about uh, I lay out most of the zines. Well, all of the zines. I lay out all of the zines, and but it's easy for him because it's easy for me. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah no, I've got, I've got it's not, it's not me like just that. being lazy. It no, is of easy course not. Not it's not well, actually, it's not over I, it just being lazy. Actually, I did the Christmas one. You did the Christmas one, did you? No, I, I did... Uh, that wasn't even a proper zine. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that good either. But right. it was uh, also... I, what other one? Did I do... Well, I'm trying to tell a story, right? So you laid, right, up, yeah, yeah. You, you, you laid out one of the zines, whatever one that was. Uh, and right, this, this, is, this is for the designers out there. <laughs> he sent me the files at 200 DPI. <laughs> and he moved the margin off by one mil on every page. <laughs> Right, which which might sound like gobbledygook to most of you, but some left. If you're a fucking, right. if you're a print designer, you know that he's a complete cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you rectify the decision or did you just print it? I I committed. No, I think I, I think I did the margins, but yeah, there was you, nothing, couldn't, you couldn't survive for that. There was nothing I could do about the DPI. I was just had to. I refused to resend it. I just had to embrace that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that. 
Should we... Um, well, I, what I wanted to bring up uh, as a kind of sort of closing sentiment, like closing sort of 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, Sketch Club. Sketch Club! I guess a, a chance for you guys to promote like Some a physical plug-in. thing, you know? Like, do, you, do you want to just plug in give us a slowdown on the, the Sketch Club? Yeah. Uh, so Sketch Club, we've been uh, running for... Uh, just over a year now. I think it's probably coming up to I don't know, fourteen months, something like that. Um, not, not to be exact. But not to four, be, fourteen months. Fourteen months and a half. Thirteen, fourteen days. 13, yeah, uh, two minutes. Um, so that was that was something that um, I basically, you know, there's there's a huge uh, sort of massive artists and creatives and people painting. I mean, we we've got a massive network of painters, people we paint with and hang out with, but there was never like a central event or night to put it all together to pull these different people together and just to you know hang out and meet and, and make art uh, i mean this sort of thing has been done in the past it's like a drink and draw event it's nothing the concept itself is nothing special but just no one was doing it in london so i'm like okay we need to uh make this make this happen i mean we were talking about it for a long time yeah yeah before and trying to think about the right venue and stuff like so, that i think i always get like really philosophical about how like selfish and like an anti-social drawing is so it's trying yeah. to switch that around. Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that goes back to doing the live art, doesn't it? That we, I think we both, we enjoy that, that drawing sort of just sitting there in your bedroom. Whereas when you're doing the live art and, and the battles and stuff like that, it's, it's, yeah, it's the complete opposite. Um, so we were, we were talking for a while about trying to find the right venue. And I think I was being a bit too precious about it. But there's, there's an amazing bar on Brick Lane called Monty's. Shout out to Monty's. <laughs> um, and they're, they're really cool, man. The place is just like covered in graph and like art and, and the geezer who runs it, the manager Steve is super sound and let's just do whatever the fuck we want. So we were just like, yeah, man, let's let's try it out down here. Um, so what, I can't, I don't have vivid memories of the first one as such. I think it's probably a bit like not a lot of people heard of it and it was just sort of a crew thing and a couple of extra people. Um, but it had it had a vibe, right? It felt like, this is something cool. Like it weren't forced, was it? It like, wasn't forced at all. I mean, this is not come and do an art workshop, right? This is just come. I, mean, I never draw there. <laughs> this is just come hang out, you know, with artists and, and and have a drink, do some drawing, have some chat, have some joke, smoke a joint, whatever, you know. Laugh about clients. Laugh about clients, yeah. And um, so since then, it's just absolutely grown on its own. I think to a point now where I could probably not even turn up <laughs> it would still yeah, yeah. it would still just roll itself it's just become this place uh and this event that that's rolling on monthly i mean it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's good it's a good excuse for mischief as well i think yeah. like, so, so last wednesday in a month every month yeah, at yeah. monty's bar on brick lane mm-hmm. seven to eleven most most creative promotion of sketch club wins i think <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose it goes back to that thing you're talking about the extended family. Absolutely. When, when I, Absolutely. Because obviously, I, I'm a bit of a latecomer to it. Like, yeah. First get to the Are you been to a few? Like July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know. Quite, yeah, quite yeah. That's, that's pretty good. But it's definitely I since I've been going to them. It's like massive now. Yeah. Like the Halloween one was wicked. That was chase, Yeah. The pumpkin carving. Oh, but just yeah. like the artists who come along. Oh, okay. oh that's, a, that's a little story about the was that the the Christmas one, right? So we did oh. we did the Christmas one, and uh, I wanted to make it 
super special for Christmas, obviously. <laughs> um, so, so we got we got in some pizzas um, provided by a uh, a pizza restaurant that was like the same people that own Monty's, and they were like, "Oh, we could do pizzas." I was like, "Yes, I want Christmas dinner pizzas. Yeah, yeah. I want bacon, turkey, and Brussels sprouts on there." <laughs> and uh, they they turned up with literally like half cut Brussels sprouts in the pizza, oh, which was surprisingly nice. delicious. Um, and then also, so I, I thought, oh, it's Christmas, man. I did a big stocking full of like gifts and did a giveaway to the person who wore the shittest jumper, STB, yeah, yeah. live in action. Shit of the winner. Shit of the STW. And <laughs> uh, someone that, but I also did some crackers. So um, to, to our global audience, you might not know what Christmas crackers are, but if you don't, Google it. Um, yeah. And I replaced crackers, yeah, they have presents in. I replaced the presents with... Um, Alcoholic miniatures and uh, joints. Nice. <laughs> oh, and actually some little puppy lighters as well. They were very sweet. Um, anyway, I'm rounding a bit. Basically, I bought some gravy for the um, for the pizzas, which never got used. Uh, and then we did, we did the, we did the crackers, and then we got you know the whiskey shots and the honey whiskey and stuff like that. And I realised I'd I was a bit drunk by this point, <laughs> and I realised that I I got some hot gravy in the flask and uh, some honey whiskey. Uh, and anyway, we proceeded to do whiskey gravy shots <laughs> for the rest of the night. And if you have a try, the rest of the night, are they we, good? We, we, they were good. They were really? good. I mean, I was. Well, quite, I imagine it's like gross. maybe a one-off. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. The best thing about it is that one's really warm and thick, and the others like really. That was uh, gravy. Yeah. No. <laughs> the others, the others, uh, quite thin and cold, and they completely separate. <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't sound good. I, I, do you know what? Do you know what? I mean, I joke. Yeah, the, the honey whiskey and uh, gravy was was actually not that bad. Please, top, top top culinary tips. tips yeah, there. I mean, I mean, if anyone listening feels the inclination to try it, and you do, come sketch club, bring yeah, it, bring it, or, or send us a photo of you doing it, and we'll send you. We'll what? put you in a zine yeah. or something. We'll put you in a zine. We'll send that's, you some. That's what I was going to say. Actually, is it kind of an open invite? to come down to sketch club yeah it absolutely. Is, but i i when people are coming like not doing anything and just there that's not happened everyone's been, yeah, like, everyone's been jammed like that, i think yeah you know if you go you've got to draw you've got to draw yeah yeah that's it yeah it's, it's a bit like fight club yeah <laughs> you got to draw you got to draw apart from if it's me i don't have to yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it i mean sketch, sketch club has been it's been and there's wicked. no egos there either. Like no egos, go, we get, no. You know, well, that's, that's what's nice. really cool. I mean, because I, I can't really draw for shit, like photography and filmmaking is my game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're sitting next to really sick artists and everyone's... Yeah, but the know, they're not just like, oh, look at me, I'm drawing. But that's putting that on sketch. a pedestal, isn't like, it? I think with things like Instagram and stuff like that, you know, you've got this sort of like artist persona and you might have a certain amount of followers and you know people look at accounts and think oh god they must just be living as nice and selling paintings for fucking £50,000 it doesn't work like that you know we are just all dudes like everyone else you know and because uh, I see that at Sex Club like you see some younger people turn up that might not be involved in the scene and it's a great way for them to meet people and see the scene mm-hmm. but often they'll have this the idea of you know they'll be nervous to come in and meet these artists and at the end of the day like we're not we're not TV celebrities. We're just we're just normal things. guys, man. and we just enjoy making. Oh, we're work. worse than that. Yeah, we're worse than that. We're just normal guys well, who come... want magazines that taste like smoky pickings. That's it. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> not fine. 
Also, just one, 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 one uh, it's gums and tongue, and the tongue is singular, not plural. Gums and, yeah, oust. Oust. We heard you Fuck. on the last podcast. Suke! Such a nonce. Uh. <laughs> 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 well, so I think, um, you know, so this is the uh, the second Gums and Tongue podcast. Oh shit, we didn't even talk about that. No, no, no. Um, but, I, but I think between you guys and uh, Captain Chris and Oust, can we, can we just... uh, I hope people have got a good overview of what you guys do. I wanted to just um, sort of ask what the plan is for Gums and Tongue, or do you, do you guys have a direction for no, it? No, I mean... What, what are you doing, or is it just... We we t- we spoke about this before. We said we want to start doing like I mean obviously it's take over the world, right? That is the ultimate. Yeah, goal. yeah. Pinking the brain style. Pinking the brain. But um, we talked about doing clothing and stuff like that. But it's just so much fucking effort. I think we just let it grow organically. Keep making zines. Keep doing sketch club. Keep the painting. Is we do different stuff all the time. Well, exactly. It just we just yeah. happen and do it. So there's there's no direct goal. It's just the the overall, you know, build a community. Keep making art. Keep having fun. That's it, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, man. I probably would like to do some shirts, though. Yeah. Do that at some point. Do some shirts. Well, I guess it was like what you were saying about people getting sort of pigeonholed or like two into one mould. Yeah, like yeah. If you've got too much of a direction for the thing, <laughs> if you started it to do things that are I think the beauty outside of what you normally do, yeah, yeah. then giving it too much direction probably might be a bit oppressive or something. Well, yeah, no, exactly. there's no commercial value. We are not aiming for commercial value in what we do. In fact, we've we fucked people over. Yeah, in, we in are <laughs> probably quite I'm, anti-commercial I'm value. Probably one of the worst for fucking up jobs like that. Yeah, um, because we don't need it. Like, uh, I, I don't think. Jobs tonight. <laughs> 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 job tonight. That's personal. That comes in time. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place. To wrap it, it's, we've done an hour. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, lovely. Um, where can people find you guys? Uh, Gumsandtongue.com. You're going to find an outdated shop with a, with a lot probably of all sold out. Probably <laughs> all sold out. Yeah, yeah, even if you buy something, they're uh, fucking sending it. Yeah, so. Sketch Club is is obviously as we said, like last Wednesday of the month. Come down, you can meet us and hang out and meet everyone. Um, yeah. Or Instagram is obviously Gums and Tongue on Instagram uh, at. Gums and tongue. Oh, is, is that what that thing means? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought as, as a circle. Yeah. Circle day. A circle. Um, as personal artists as well, where can people, if people want to check out <laughs> who, who they've been listening to? At underscore the uh, underscore real underscore deal one, one. in numerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, how late were you to Instagram to get that one? I don't know. Do you know, I, I just didn't see the importance of it and just went for a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> is it just what it suggested? It's STB, isn't it? STB, yeah. Um, and so, Obit? Where but mine's, uh, yeah, mine's at Lazy Obit. To be honest, I'm at a Don't bit even of, bother. Yeah, I'm at a bit of a funny point with drawing and painting at the minute. Uh, I've been concentrating on doing photos more instead. But, um, yeah, but you can go look at my past work there. There's about 500 drawings of tits. Like, that's all it is, really. But, um yeah, check out Gums Tongue, but come to Sketch Club. Yeah. It's better be face to face. Fuck the internet. Yeah. Come and um, part from for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Nice one. Thank you guys. That All was right. wicked. Cheers, mate. Bye.